Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of The A Show, Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm, of course, Meals, and I am here with a very sick, very feeble, very uh, dilapidated um, (laughs) (laughs) Justin. I'm never feeble, motherfucker. No, I sound... A little feeble, a little feeble. I've... So I went to Texas last week. Um, um, this is what two weeks after going to Atlanta. That was was cold there. <clears throat> um, came back home. Was like word. Uh, and then I I felt bad coming home. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna beat this. I'm gonna drink a lot of emergency. Drink a lot of orange juice. Whatever, whatever. You know, how sometimes. Oh. Sometimes sickness, sometimes sickness is inevitable. Sometimes you just can't beat it. Sure. And this is one of those moments. Listen, don't, don't, you're going to get through it. Eventually we all do. So just kind of like, you know, just hang in there. It is, it is, if you're listening to this on Patreon, it's two days before Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this public, it is the day before Thanksgiving to be sick. The week of thanksgiving why sir why did this have why now what is it what is the universe trying to tell you that i need to sit down um <laughs> i'm going too hard and i probably am but yeah. luckily it's, travel's over q4 it's the holiday season yeah the q4 is like it's not technically over but it's like yeah q4 <clears throat> whipped my ass this year um but it was success, successful, highly successful. A lot of really awesome things. I went to Afrotech last week. Um, mm. Had a great experience there. Met so many cool people and was really able to experience something that I've never thought that I would ever see. And, you know, when I came back, I went to chat and I said, this is something that, like, we should all experience because, I mean, people were getting jobs left and right in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a lot of networking and a lot of opportunities for people to meet, uh, network, um, you know, and, and really reach out and see that, that you're not alone in the tech space. And and that's what was what was really cool about it. That's awesome. I, I, I would love to go. I've heard all about it. I've tried to when they were doing it in 2020 and they did it all virtually. I definitely signed up. And yeah, people wouldn't stop emailing me about job opportunities. To the point where it's like I'm not even qualified for this job. I just you are. I just signed yeah. up. I wasn't. But, but, <laughs> it was like software engineering <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? This seems like a very great opportunity. So you know what? That sounded great. Outside of the obvious sickness that you accumulated from all this traveling, um, I did not have to travel very far this weekend, although I did walk around quite a bit, so much that my legs pretty much stopped working. The the, the perils of having flat feet. I don't know if you have flat feet. Do you? Uh, no, no, I don't. Okay. The perils of having flat feet means that you Horrible. can't walk. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, I can't walk long distances for too long a time. I mean, I, I'm using this as my excuse if there's ever a draft for a war that I can't be drafted. Um, you can't with flat feet, so you're pretty much out. No. Yeah, I'm pretty much out. No, I can't. I'm not man enough to uh, 
to serve our country with flat feet. Um, but now it was super painful, like walking around. But Anime NYC was amazing. It was fun. I was on a panel. I uh, got a lot of great items. Jamal got you a Gundam. He did. He did. And shout out to Jamal. Um, not not downplaying that. I, I really appreciate it. But um, I didn't see any pictures from your panel. So Jamal has everything from my panel. Did he take pictures? I don't know. But <laughs> there is a video that I have that he dropped in our Dropbox that I'm going to have to put up at some point. Um, but I've, I haven't seen the video itself. Uh, so I'm going to have to take a look at it. But it was a fun panel. Every A lot of people, sh- like, it was pretty much, like, every seat was filled. I was surprised because it was happening the same time that Hajime Isayama of Attack on Titan was having his panel, and I thought it was going to be a ghost town. Um, so I was very pleased and very surprised that people still showed up and uh, wanted to listen to all of us talk about the impact of Toonami over the last 25 years. So that was fun. And then took a lot of pictures, had a lot of fun, bought a lot of wax. Well, not wax stuff, but cool stuff. I bought. <laughs> wax? Don't, don't, hey. Cause, so here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with one of them. So I bought like all these snacks that you can't get um, here, or you have to like go like deep into like Chinatown or, or other Asian districts in New York city to really, really like find. So I bought some of these snacks and they're cool. Like I've just bought them for my desk because they look cool and they're like made out of tin. And I got like sensu beans and I got like reptar snacks and I got like Naruto ramen candy, but I can't eat it because one of the things that I bought, I bought Boruto biscuits. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna just buy this. And like, you know, what was the crazy thing Jamal told me to get them. And he was like, yo, just get the biscuits. And I was like, you know what? Fine, whatever. She was like, get a ninth thing and then you'll get something off. And I was just like, whatever. I'm pretty sure I could have just paid for it cheaper. I looked on the back of that shit. You know, the shit was expired. What? <laughs> not, only ex- not only expired like a couple weeks, it expired in August. <laughs> nah, man. I, I was, what are they doing out there, anime? Uh, hustling people, clearly. Um, no, but it was fun. It was like a great activation. A lot of black people in cosplay. A lot of black people just in general. I, I, I love um, seeing our community come out. Like I feel like a lot of brands need to capitalize on this nerd and anime thing because it was packed once again. And well, I you think know what, the they, only- what they need to do is capitalize on the blackness of it. I think mm-hmm. there is an inherent audience there that I feel as though sometimes hinders, I, I think, people of color in the anime space because people will only go to a white or, you know, a, a popular white platform to get their news and to get their takes and stuff like that. I, I think that even even with like wrestling, it's just now becoming kind of popular to be black in the space yeah. I, I can't say that i feel like it's it's that other than you guys like you guys are kind of blazing the trail that a lot of people are trying to kind of you know get there as well but it's like it's not cool to listen to black you know black people talking about anime yet and i'm wondering when that when that time is going to be you know what i mean because like there's a lot of really hard work at obviously the lookout um the, the girl does a sailor moon pod um forgot her name victoria um, yeah she she's great too um, there's a lot of people in this space 
the need to have attention put on them. And there needs to be like a, like kind of like what we have in my job is we have executive sponsors for all of our employee resource groups. And these are like people that are in power at my company who kind of act as an advocate and put them in positions and make sure things happen for them. There needs to be somebody from whether it be from anime expo, anime, NYC, comic con, something that says, Hey, why don't we do something like an Afrotech or do something like, you know, a, a, a black focused version of this. So, so actually, actually there is, believe it or not. I mean, it's growing in popularity, but there is a convention called DreamCon that happens in Texas and it's actually founded by RDC world. So it's their convention. Like it's legitimately, they have this big ass sexy looking stage (laughs) and like, it's really for black anime fans and every, it's literally like going on, see your family again, see all the people you were in contact with and part just really big community. And they always have like pretty much every popular name in the black space there. Everyone who's been on the lookout has been on uh, at DreamCon essentially. Yeah. Um, besides RDC Worlds, which I'm going to work on. I tried. Can, can I tell you something about me? What? And, um, and the difference between me and anime fans. <laughs> anime fans are very like meek in a sense, very like polite in a sense. Um, and I think it's because I come from this world of wrestling that has made me a little bit more aggro, um, (laughs) and how I approach things, I go and take things. So, um, there was on the floor, there was this section where they were giving out autographs and behind the section is like the VIP for all the guests and staff and stuff. So I'm like, I need to get back there. And, and one, I don't like that press and 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 the guests and, and things can't mingle because that's how you like network, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you like, that's how like things like this is how like press, like how press is allowed in like locker rooms for NBA or something along those lines. Like this is how you kind of like network or like when press is allowed to like the WWE PC um, down there and they're able to like walk up to wrestlers and talk to them and stuff like that. Like this is how you network. This is how people get their stories. So I've always, my only issue about Anime NYC is like, they absolutely say you cannot talk to anyone important because if you fuck this up for us, you will never be allowed back. I like breaking the rules. <laughs> so um, behind all that audience thing, there was obviously the VIP section so there's this girl that was guarding it. And I was like, hey, I just need to grab some water. I know there's some water back there real quick. I need to get water like real quick. And she was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I wasn't supposed to be allowed in there. I have press at pro. Mine is like a press and a pro at two actual badges. But none of them were allowed in there. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got allowed in. No one's really even there. Like everyone's out doing their autographs. So I sit down. I grab some water. Try to make myself very incognito. Um, I sit at a table by myself, far away from everybody. And then I get up because I'm hungry now, too. And there's free <laughs> food there. So I get up. Um, and then I see a couple of the RDC World um, kids walking by. And I'm like, yo, what's up? You know, I like your stuff. Da, 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 da. Um, <clears throat> I was trying to figure out who their manager was. But... Um, he wasn't either he wasn't there or whatever or they manage themselves at this point because they ruin the entire world whatever the hell they do um 
but they were like, yo, we got to run back to do autographs. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's straight. It's straight. I'll catch you, you know, after and all the facts. So I go to get food and then security walks up to me and he's like, can I see your badge? And I'm like, uh, okay. So I show them my pro badge and they're like, oh, you're not supposed to be on this side. You're supposed to be like down there. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. Cause the girl just let, you know, she said I can come in and da 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 da. And they were like, where are you not supposed to be in here? Da, 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 da. So I was acting very, very coy with it. So I was like, you know what? I'll leave. I'm not going to make a big scene. I want to be invited back. I would have um, layered the, I would have layered the lie. I would have just come in and said the lie. <clears throat> if you would have said, oh, I was like, oh, well, I got my pass from this guy at the front. He actually said I was supposed to be here. I think I got the wrong pass, though. Because the thing is, is that like you're already back there. You already mm. have the pass. Mm. So you can say that you didn't know that that was the wrong pass. And they can say, oh, well, he could either have two things. Oh, let me get you the right pass. <clears throat> or, oh, that was a mistake. I'll let you slide this time. Okay. All right. You got to so layer it the lock. next year. I got I'm, I to layer it. Okay. You're yeah, you got to layer it. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have given up. I would I would have I would have just been like oh I well I got this pass from up front and I was supposed to do, do this and da, 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 da. I I was on a panel earlier and they told me to come through because I think I have another panel that I got to show up for da, 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 da. like you you learn that type of lie when you got to get into like music events because I used yeah. to let your lies with with press passes all the fucking time <clears throat> when I was covering music events and stuff like that it you you learn that like real quick that these security guards don't know shit. At the end of the day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't know a goddamn thing, and if you tell them anything, they will believe and go with anything. So that's just that's just food for thought for next time. Because like, but here's my thing: you should, anyone should be back there. You know what I'm, that's saying? what I'm saying? Like it's not. I was like, yo, barely anyone is here. Y'all always have. First of all, food always goes to waste because the guests there aren't gonna eat whatever shit that you bought because you buy some crappy shit. Yeah. Um, it's not like the real catered food. No offense, to Anime NYC, and shout out to the director Peter. We interviewed him weeks ago. He was a delightful guy. But the food is going to go to waste. Um, so I was just like, okay, let me just grab. Anyway, she says, okay, you guys need to be down there. So I actually walked down there to see where it's at. Boy, it was nothing but chairs, table, and vibes in this professional lounge. I was like, this is whack. I'm going back to the press lounge because the press lounge was it was completely different than where everything else is, but it was a little bit more like energy in it um but i was just like damn um so that's my experience i'll next time i'll take your advice i'll, I'll layer the lie a lot more but i had a great experience at anime nyc i'll say yeah. that my it, looked fun. it looked fun you guys got the biggest gundam really went in this weekend and i'm so mad because they haven't done this at all all year and this year they was releasing shit that hasn't come out in years <laughs> at this show and i was like why is this show so much different than new york comic-con which they barely had a, a, a um presence at new york comic-con hates not i don't want to say hate but anime they don't they want they more the superhero comic book shit and not really the anime shit and i hate them because i always try to apply for the press and they always turn me down um which is very whack so i just never go um but they're like very like calm on the anime stuff. But there's so much stuff. Like, listen, there's so much stuff there. This was Isayama of a Attack on Titan. This was his first time in the United States ever. Wow. Ever. And they got him there. Also, for your interest as well, because I know you're a big Trigun fan. We watched the premiere of the new Trigun series, Trigun mm-hmm. Stampede. It mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. It is. Hey, you didn't watch the. Hey, you didn't watch the OG. 
I no, I didn't. I watched the first episode of the OG, but I'll I'll tell you this. The first episode for well, it's like a continuation of the series, but the first episode of this one is fucking awesome. It is you really need to awesome. watch the OG. You need to watch the OG, bro. I will come on the show every week <laughs> to discuss. I will, I, will, I will watch it, but that new the new one is serious. It's got like some new animation. It's very like three D s kind of thing, but um, it's really really good. Like really really good. Um, so you got that to look forward to. Um, yeah. but yeah, I had fun. I had fun this weekend. Um. A lot of bucket list stuff. The doing the panel made me realize we definitely need to do the live A show at some point. Yeah, we do. We actually do. The way I was moving and the way I was speaking, I was like, yeah, this is easy. Oh, wow. You, y'all hear this? You hear this? Nigga? <laughs> well, listen, who knew doing 268 episodes of a podcast would prepare, prepare you for doing panels very easily? Like, I was just looking out. Like, I have no fear. I have no, I wasn't nervous. I was anything. I was just like, oh, we're going to talk about Toonami. I love Toonami. Yeah, let's talk about it. I, I think a live um, a show would be really crazy, just in in terms of being able for people to see some of the memes and the tropes come to life. You know what I'm saying? Um, like in front of them, and I think it's doubly big because people don't realize like we we've never been in the same room, so that would be a first time for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is five years. And we've never we've never done this in the same room. So hmm. absolutely. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um I have I have an idea for a Patreon segment. I won't clear this with you, but I have an idea. I wanna I wanna try it out right now. Okay. So we're gonna go over so, Patreon? Yeah, let's go to Patreon and then when we back we'll be back and we'll talk about um I guess there was AEW pay per view over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like there is an AEW pay per view over the weekend and then we got a pay per view coming up this weekend, so we'll talk about that on the A show up next. And we are officially back. We're here. If you guys did not tune into the Patreon segment, we had a blast. Also, boom, I buried the lead so hard. But you know what? This is on public, so we're going to do this. Actually, we have quite a major announcement. So for those of you who love the Black Pod Connect of earlier this year, oh boy, are we going to be back this holiday season. Next week, Thursday, December 1st, the Black Pod Connect We'll present another occasion where we'll be all here, and it will be a holiday holiday trivia giveaway. Boom. Now, what does this mean? It means that Justin and I will be competing against Black Wrestling, against Black Announce Table, to win our patrons a prize. So if you are currently subscribed to our Patreon on any tier, you will be entered in to possibly win a gift this holiday season. And the, I don't know if I could say the gifts as of yet, but the gifts are good. Trust me. We, we vetted them ourselves. The gifts are good. We're giving back to our patrons this year. We're giving back to our supporters this year. The number, the pretty much first place is going to win a really great prize for their patrons. Second place is going to win a slightly a good prize. It's still a good, it's a good prize. prize. It's still a pretty good prize. And then the third one will also win a good prize. So we are going to try to win this one. 
I feel like personally, you and me for doing J- five of J five over these last number of years are prepared for any sort of trivia. Oh, did I mention that the trivia will be hosted by Stack Guy Greg? What what's our what's our win loss on what's my win loss on five with J five? It's pretty I good. I think you yeah, I think you're pretty good. Okay. Like, yeah, I think you're pretty good. Like I I don't think I think I'm confident that we're gonna win this and take home the best prize for our patrons. So right. I'm looking if you if you team A show, definitely hashtag a team A show. Um and we'll see you guys next week Thursday, December first. It's going down. Um so that's the announcement. December second. No, I think it's December first. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's December first. Well, just, just tell me and I show up. <laughs> I'll tell you and yeah. Just be ready. Just be ready. Whatever date it is, just be ready. Um, I was originally scared because like the week after that is my company party, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, you're gonna have to ask Mark. I really wanted to find a way to put Mark in it because Mark would have been the like. He is the 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 diamond in the rough. He's the ringer. Like he is the one that that, that will crush anyone. Like you want him when not saying you know either of one of us are, are any slouch, but like if you want to know some shit, Mark will definitely know a lot of shit. I agree. <laughs> um, let's get into. To, the way I used to phone a friend that nigga. I know, and he got it right when I got it wrong. For the yeah. Rock World Championship count thing. And he was like, no, actually. <laughs> actually, that's just it was this amount of time. That's just because he was a stand, or he is a stand of the Rock. Uh, the only reason he knew. Absolutely. Let's get into what happened this past weekend, mm-hmm. which is AEW Full Gear. Full Rear. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't wait to get that in. All right. So... AEW Full Gear, live from New Jersey at the Prudential Center. 13 matches on the card. Did you watch any of them? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, all right. We can discuss. (laughs) We can discuss. I don't think you did either. I didn't really pay attention to much, but I watched some, but I didn't pay attention to much. Okay. I was actually I was sick. Like there was I I on Saturday, I like that I had good reason to not watch it. Like on Saturday, I legitimately after the dis the discourse was over on the chat and, and the show ended, I went to sleep at like nine o'clock. I, that's how bad I was feeling because I'm with the complex. I went to complex con on Saturday and it was like the worst idea I could have ever done. But the only reason I did it <clears throat> was to support Josh who had a a, a booth there, and I went there. I did a couple laps with my friend. And me and her left and it was, it was a, it was a, a, like, it was tough to get home because I was like, my body was sore, all this. And I just, I should have never went out. I should have just stayed in the house and and laid in bed. And I felt like I would have been fine right now, but I was absolutely not fine. I I felt like complete shit. Well, I'm sure you would have felt like more shit after watching AEW full year because that is how, (laughs) that is seemingly how um, it is taking out members of our own A-show family. Um, on a week by week basis, I'll say I'm mad that I have not. I've been had this Pokemon Violet game on my counter for days and have not played it yet. Um, but I chose to watch Full Year for whatever reason. Um, let's get into the big marks of this thing. Oh, speaking of which, the big announcement. Also, I'll be. I will be on the War Report. Hopefully, I will be feeling better. But I'll be on the War Report. Oh, you're bugging. <laughs> <laughs> How? 
Because <laughs> you were just like, I work too hard. Maybe I need to slow down. Also, I'm on the war report this week. Well, um, I told Juan I would do it. I'm a man of my word. Um, I'll have it running while I'll have it running while I'm, while we do amp cooking. I'm gonna be up anyway. I love Thanksgiving. The seems and- like the the same thing <laughs> that you warned you. I'm gonna be cooking. I'm gonna be doing this. I'm gonna be doing that. I wish the best for you in all this situation. That's I can't what stop. Hey, I can't stop. I'm up to no good. <laughs> Let's get into the big points of this show. First big point that I'll say, because I'm skipping over Jack Perry versus the giant doofus dinosaur. Um, the elite is back. Yes. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I will say Kenny Omega looks much better than whatever return that he planned prior. <laughs> he looks well-rested. He looks actually in better shape and in better condition. He looked like he came back too early a number of months ago. Um, but you know what? Getting your ass kick will do that to you. <laughs> like a fire. He has been out all year, pretty much. <laughs> It will light a fire under you, and I think that's exactly what it did. Death Triangle defeated the Elite initially in a match. For, so so this is my confusion for this match, right? Oh, yeah, please, please do tell, <laughs> because I, I, I think I share the same confusion. I'm confused, and someone in our Discord said it was a cop-out, and I couldn't agree <laughs> anymore with this. This match was for the World Trios Championship. Mm-hmm. was booked up until even to when it was announced, even to when it was finished, a match for the AEW World Trios Championship. Mm-hmm. Death Triangle beats the Elite. The Elite doesn't win their first match back. I think everyone's still fine with it because Death Triangle is really good and they've earned it. Um, then later also, in the also, show, also you got to babyface the boys. Uh, you take you take the first loss. That's their quote unquote punishment. There you go. Mm, absolutely. So. Later in this show, it is announced that actually this was the first match in a best of seven series. So this is an announcement. This is some, you know, I may not have watched a lot of WCW, but I know WCW shit when, <laughs> when I see it. I know when WCW announces, the reveals the bracket, like the second round in to a tournament. <laughs> and yet, and still, I don't think they've ever done anything like this. How do you how do you have a championship match and then have it be match one of the best of seven series where the championship is supposedly on the line? Well, well that means that you reneged on it, right? You reneged on the initial and, and I know card subject to change, but not after the fucking thing's over. You know what I'm saying? Like it it it, it raises the question of, and I'm pretty sure you were gonna get to this, that's not a real title defense then. No, it's not. And then so it also it, makes their win look incredibly whack. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It wasn't a real win. It was just one out of uh, what three or four, whatever. So, my question was: So, if the elite are they all title defenses? If the elite wins the next one, do they win the title and it just bounces back and forth? And like, God forbid, it's uneven and Dev Triangle loses the last match, yet they still have the title. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just strange. And, 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 you know, you, you do this and you announce it an hour into the show, from what I heard, and it's now seven matches. These matches are already a lot. 
as it is every single time they do it. So you're going to get seven. You know it's going to seven. You know it's going to seven. Absolutely. You're going to be watching this match six more times. What is this proving? No one wants to see this match seven times. <laughs> Not a soul. I have a big AEW fan as one of my good friends. He does not want to see this match seven times. We've seen it a million times already before in various iterations. Seven times is a little bit much, especially considering, you know what? I'm not going to say anything, but I don't want to see this match seven times. I think it was a cop-out decision um, to make this a one match one of a best of seven series randomly. Um and that's all I'll say about that. Um, since I'm sure you guys will be covering this very closely on the War Report, I'm going to skip past a couple matches, some of the matches I don't care about. Um, Soraya returned and defeated Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. This match was not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, to me, and not to say that, like... I didn't expect well, I didn't expect it to be good, to be honest with you. But I'm glad Soraya is back in the ring doing what she loves. Um, but there's clear like if she's not having these great matches, where where, where are you what are you guys pulling from? What did it, what did we sign her for? Um but this is her first match. Um I say something to quick. me. I say some really quick. Go ahead. I I keep saying this and I'm saying really like people who are esteemed um, retweet this shit and kind of parrot it. And I feel like it's just really wrong. Um, and it's just really annoyed me, and especially for people who like are victims of abuse. This has nothing to do with wrestling, by the way. So have you seen the Kelly Rowling, Chris Brown thing? I have. <clears throat> and she came out on TMZ today talking about it more. Mm-hmm. We have now drudged this argument up again. This this is my issue with like how life is now, where everything can be questioned and not everything can be can be black and white. It's not just a question of being human and quote forgiving somebody for domestic abuse and continued abuse of people, stalking, all types of stuff. There's reasons why people don't want to defend Chris Brown or don't want to forgive him. Your mileage may vary on where you stand on that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean an award show has to, and, and I'm not, I'm not defending AMAs. Whatever they did, that's, if they're gonna have them do it, you should have, you should have, you know what I'm saying? Known his past. You know what I'm saying? This idea that well, we should all really, really be defending and or, or forgiving people. Should I defend the nigga who did Sandy Hook? Should I defend Dylan Roof? Should I defend or 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 for, I'm sorry, forgive? All these people that have done these heinous acts, the person who, who had the, the Colorado shooting over the weekend, should I forgive them? Should I for, forgive Weinstein? Should I forgive Cosby? Should I forgive R. Kelly? Should we forgive these people? There's an issue <clears throat> within our own community where we can't just call a spade a fucking spade. If you're a shitty person, you do shitty things, you get shitty consequences. And they will always follow you because you did a shitty thing. Now, I saw somebody that's esteemed in our community, someone who has a platform, someone who a lot of people look up to retweet this. He has his own podcast. He, he has multiple podcasts on Spotify, on all the all types of platforms. 
He's worked for a company that we're going to talk about or that we talk about every single week, retweeting this. I hate the idea of people retweeting things and saying, thoughts? What do you guys think? What, what, blasting that <clears throat> to thousands of people to, to drudge up this argument instead of saying, I highly, I highly denounce any type of abuse. I highly denounce it. I just think it's fucking corny. I think it's, 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 it's angering coming as a child of seeing that type of stuff. I can see why people don't want to defend this guy. Don't want to, women don't want to do that. Women who are often told and, 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 and not believed for this stuff. I, I, I absolutely agree. Rihanna forgave him all that, all that type of stuff. That's up to her. That don't got to be everybody's experience. Why are we dredging this argument up 10 years, 20, almost 20 years? It's been forever. Why are we doing this again? Kelly Rowling, what is wrong with you? Celebrities are dumb as fuck. I'm sorry, Mills. I, I just had to, I had to say that. Because just seeing that get retweeted and it's almost like, oh, okay. So what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? What? <laughs> You're fucking wildin'. You got a wife and a kid. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's okay. The match was terrible. Um, <laughs> um, but Soraya has returned. Let's see how she fits within the fold of the AEW women's picture, which uh, we'll talk about again in a bit. Um, really quick point: Samoa Joe defeats Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs to win oh, that's the hilarious. AEW TNT they have Championship. Come- they have completely waffled on Wardlow because, like, <clears throat> I mean, I, I guess you could see based on an outcome of um, another match that happened on the show that you could go back realistically to a Wardlow MJF feud. Mm-hmm. He would win it, so again, you'd be you would again be waffling on him and and shitting on him essentially. But you're supposed to be giving him marquee wins. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he could have won this match. <laughs> yeah, he, he should have been beating people like this. The reason why people don't care about his his run as TNT champion is you gave them no reason to care about it. He was in a tag team for a lot of it. He was beating up security guards for another for another bit of it. The, I don't want to hear the Batista shit no more. It, he is not him. <laughs> he is not him. <laughs> He's Accurate. not him. Am I wrong? He is not. No, you're not. He is not him. This is a match that Wardlow very well should have could have won and did not so i'm also i'm just so confused um by why they had this man hold this championship <clears throat> and any point um but now Samoa Joe is the AEW TNT champion in the ROH television why is he a double, why is he a double champion it's Samoan <laughs> what, what what needle is he moving other than the constant need for Tony to continue to try and push ROH on us when no one wants it. Ain't no TV deal. I haven't heard anything. So I'm confused about why this is here, but hey, I don't know. Um, Jamie Hayter defeats Tony Storm for the interim AEW Women's World Championship. This is a funny tale. Because to anyone who could hear Tony Storm, she's been complaining 
that they need to handle this AEW Women's World Championship situation with Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa has been out for a number of months. She's unable to defend the championship. But Tony Storm has been the one with her feet to the pavement. And she's been the one that's been defending the championship. And she should be the rightful world champion. Newsflash. Thunder Rosa don't come up with the rules for this stupid championship. Exactly. <laughs> the guy you be defending constantly all the time makes up those rules. And it almost feels as though this was a, a direct reaction to you saying all that shit. Even though you get they get put up to say this type of shill type shit on you know what I'm saying on interviews. We call it like the post WWE thing where they just shit on everything. Or or they, they become like ultimate company people. And then they then she does it and she loses the title. Now here, here's the thing. This would have this would have hit a lot less harder had she not said all that stuff. Had if those, she didn't say a damn word. Yeah, this would have hit different. No one would have been laughing at you if you if if is it but now they're laughing at you. What do you feel about her um her run in general? I mean, I think it was a solid run, not the best run, but you're you're gonna be known now for I mean, definitely having a run as interim champion. <laughs> like your full run was interim champion. Um I think that's unheard of and that's hilarious. But um my thing is now not even how much her run is, but what happens now. Right. Because she's going to be in Dark Elevation, baby. And Jamie Hayter, who I think has great momentum, to me, doesn't feel like she should be the champion. People like her, but, you know. People how- like her, I I get it. But I don't think, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't really think she should have won this. Um, but people do like her. And... I think she is. I think people like her because it's like she underrated. She works hard, but that doesn't mean that you should be champion. In she all, got in the hot. Case. She got the hot hand, and AEW has the the reputation to give people who were looked at at a certain light in other companies, or looked at, um, you know what I mean, as if they could, you know, like, I, I it, it, they, they're just basically trying to play up to that that trope that they will give you a chance and that's what they're doing yeah yeah absolutely um i don't know what jamie hater is going to do as champion i'm not i haven't watched the weekly show in quite some time um so i'm not familiar with kind of what she's been doing on a week-to-week basis but i mean godspeed i mean it, it is what it is um i can't see much other options i would put on chris statlander and then she gets injured for a long time if there's anyone that had real legitimate momentum and movement it was her they opted not to do it. And now, hey, it's going to be Jamie Hayter probably versus Ember Moon at whatever pay-per-view is next. Um, Swerve on Our Glory breaks up. Well, it wasn't really like a breakup. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> he just left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, disagreement. <laughs> Accusations. <laughs> Accusations were real. Um, I keep seeing people say Swerve just... Swerve doesn't want to be booed. He's he's really into the heel thing. I'm like, I, I just think he looks goofy as fuck. Is, is, that, is that what y'all into? The claim is killing it right now. I mean, a large part of it is because Swerve is a dork. It up. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> dork. And in the main event, MJF finally wins the big one. Does in the most 
predictable finish to a match ever. He defeats John Moxley with the help of William Regal to win the AEW World Championship. This to me, we've had this man come back as a heel, turn face, and then turn in a heel again. They should have stuck with the face turn. They should have absolutely stuck with the face turn. People want to cheer MJF. I don't in this situation, I wouldn't care what MJF feels comfortable doing. And I understand it, but realistically, you need to you you should have taken the face route easily. Like you should have I wouldn't have this is to me is like the same kind of blunder that they did with the Stone Cold Vince McMahon thing at the WrestleMania 17, where it's like clearly you should have stayed the course. Um, but now you turned him back and now all that good with everything, the man beat up the firm for weeks. I mean, to me, the, the that, how they, that fight. And I guess we're going to talk about this on war report this week, but how, how the fuck do you explain away the firm stuff? So that was real and you actually or don't like it. it. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> or was it? So there's still heels and you're heel again. Or, or. But that wasn't real, or it was real, and you don't like them, and it's still beef, but y'all both heels. Or did you see what Soraya said earlier this week where she said, who cares whether who's the baby face and who's the heel here? <clears throat> but she don't book shows. Like, what the fuck you mean, girl? <laughs> it absolutely fucking matters. It absolutely matters, especially like, in this situation. This is, this is the reason why I, I felt as though it was deflating. I felt like even if you were to do it, it was so chore- it was so choreographed and so like you know put on that like it was so predictable and they they didn't even try to hide it it was very much sledgehammer to a fucking watermelon it was just like it's going to happen we see it's happening what what if what if Regal slid it to Moxley and he said no i don't want to do it and that's how they lose and then it's kind of sets up that you know he was testing Moxley you know what i'm saying he was testing him and then MJF was really the one who had the killer instinct that he liked. And he turns MJF to the dark side from being a face. You know what I'm saying? Or you double turn. Why did, why did you just do that? You, you go with what the fans want to do. This to me was so dumb. Well, not dumb. All right. I don't want to say dumb because, well, here's, here's actually what I want to ask. MJF is now AEW world champion. Is this the needle mover that the company needs at this moment? No, I, I think you should have had him chase it. I think you should have had him chase it. I think if he had gotten beat by Moxley and you did a double turn activity, which could have happened there with Regal sliding him the 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 the, the brass knucks. Because remember, Regal was really all about kind of being the, the honorable guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then the black. It turns out that Brian's kind of healing it up, and he's having issues with Cesaro. Mox heals it up there. You turn him heel. You turn him. It's like Brian's like, I keep fucking losing. Mox is like, Oh, y'all turned on me. Fuck y'all. You go with it. It ha- it does not have to be this fucking way that Tony wrote it out. I just, I feel like to me, honestly, the moment. For MJF was was kind of ruined by by multiple different things over the year. The walkout happened. Mm-hmm. He left him off TV for a really long time, and I think that really kind of killed the momentum a little bit for whatever mm-hmm. was going to happen. 
last thing people saw from him was a promo of him basically saying, fuck this company. And then coming back and being with the company. He comes back, weird-ass ladder match, weird-ass angle. He comes back at the end of um, All Out. Then the punk shit happens. He loses momentum again. And now this happens with a, with a fake babyface turn. I don't feel like this was the moment or the reaction of like a crowning of a new guy. I don't. I, I didn't wake up the next day and was just like, oh man, everybody was, this was the most talked about thing that happened over the weekend because it really wasn't. It didn't feel like it. Did it feel like that to you? Hell to know. It didn't I mean, feel like yeah. it, was the most, it was the most talked about thing over the over the weekend. I just got to be honest. So they have set up already the next challenger for MJF at this point. They've been doing their AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. We are at the finals. It's Ethan Page, Ricky Starks. To me, them versus MGF, neither of these matches seem like they should happen at this point. Oh. Um, no, they shouldn't. I, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think Ethan Page should win because of the firm angle. But then you gotta you have to reconcile with the fact that y'all did a fake babyface turn. <laughs> <laughs> for what Espe- especially as he's getting cheered as you're going you move with the money bro <sighs> anyway that's AEW talk um really quickly before we get into uh survivor series rumors um or survivor series predictions rather uh quick news andrade he says goodbye Whatever. That's kind of all he says. Whatever. <laughs> um, and that's all that we're hearing. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin says, "Hey, I'm not preparing for no damn return. I do, I was just fat." <laughs> we don't have to. Believe, like, we don't have to believe that either. No, I'm not. I'm choosing not to. Um, and this week, um, let's see. 10-year anniversary of The Shield. That's fire. Um, this week? Or is it, was it last week? No, I think it's this week. It, well, I guess it was last week. Now that I think about it. Anime NYC got me in a tizzy. But um, great stuff there. Really, if there's anything that dictated the future of the business and how <laughs> WWE can do that, it's The Shield. Yeah. Um, because they're all on top right now. Um SmackDown really, really quickly. Sammy's they introduced the fifth man for the War Games team. It is Kevin Owens. Stone Cold Pop. Shit's Huge. crazy. It's amazing. We'll talk more about that when we get to predictions. LA Knight <laughs> slaps be, Bray Wyatt. This should be on the pay-per-view to me. I think it's I think it's big enough. I, I, think, I think so too. I, I think, think in just one week they've made this program actually very interesting and very like intriguing. I would have never thought a month ago that LA Knight would have been the perfect guy to be his first babyface child, uh, babyface kind of feud. And mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that they they're doing a really good job. I I, I gotta admit, I know the bell's gonna ring <laughs> soon, but I think that it's been it's been very kind of cool. And shout out to LA Knight for kind of being all in on it. I, I think that it it shows a lot of confidence that they have in him that they're gonna make this work. Hey Amen. He's got age and wisdom. <laughs> You're fucked up. So he was found unconscious after he slapped Bray Wyatt. 
That's how, how, did they, how did they set all that up during the commercial break? Like, all right, put the chair and all that shit on me. Guys. Hurry up. <laughs> He's a pro, man. He's a pro's pro. He does this. Yeah. Um, Ricochet defeats Ali World Cup, SmackDown World Cup first round. What a fucking loser. We'll talk more about him on Raw. He's definitely a loser. Um, and was it Butch that defeats Sami Zayn? Yes, Butch defeats Sami Zayn also in the first uh, round of the World Cup thing. Up next week, Braun Strowman versus Ricochet. That should be interesting, I think. I think so, too. It'll really kind of, to me, it'll determine the kind of direction of where they want to go with this. Um, Winner gets a shot at whatever mid-card title, so it's not like a truly, it's not like the World Championship Eliminator on AEW. I I think it's cool because it seems like they want to do Gunther and Braun, which is a like a, a really it's never been done before. What did you were you upset at, at Gunther like <clears throat> trying to dip out on Braun? And a lot of people were like, watch it. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people weren't mad. They were like, y'all need to watch how y'all do that <laughs> with the way nah. y'all the way y'all built Gunther. Nah, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad at all. Okay. Um, yeah. It they do need to be me. careful. They do need to be careful. But I think that if it's just one week and he does it, okay, fine. But they do need like. He can be the 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 shit the shitty heel. I mean, he he's been doing a bunch of healy shit, but like, they do need to be careful. I, if he's doing it again this week, I'll be like, okay, we need to have like a, a real conversation about this. I, I don't think it's cool that they that they do that. Raw this week, we saw Judgment Day standing against the against the ring against the brawling brutes. Had a really good match. Um, Love Dom and the position they put him in in these. Also, Rhea Ripley is doing some damage, kicking the shit out of me. Am hey, hey she, she, Rhea Ripley is really good. Who would have thought? Hey, this is quite. This is probably her best run on the main roster by far, by far and large. And she was actually world champion. So, so the fact that this is her best run means something. Um, let me see. Uh. Almost defeats Johnny Gargano. What were your thoughts on that? I, I think Johnny is firmly in the spot that he was in and um and <clears throat> NXT. And he's actually starting to get reactions from it from being like that spunky baby face that like it's the difference between Ali and him, right? Yes. Ali either. doesn't have the connection that Johnny Gargano has that can make this type of thing work. Where it's like there are people like, oh fuck, like he's getting beat up. But we're invested in him. He got wronged. Ali gets wronged and everyone's like, look at this fucking loser. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 don't care. You know what I'm saying? So like I thought that it worked. It it was it it's we want to see him get to the Miz. And that's what the match that we want to see. We want to see him get a ring. One thing I didn't like <clears throat> uh, about two a week ago was that they didn't talk about how Miz cheated. I thought that, that was a that was a big deal. Like y'all should talk about how the Miz cheated to win. And and they finally did get around to it this week, but um, I I I I I I didn't mind it. I think um, Omos definitely needed it. I think Gargano's the one person that could take a loss right now, and it, it won't really matter. Speaking of Ali, it was announced this week that we're getting a triple threat match for the United States Championship at Survivor Series, and it was very glaring that Ali, who has been a a fixture possibly even a prop doing this program at this point <laughs> um, was not featured in the match. What were your kind of thoughts on kind of how they did Ali throughout the entire night? 
I'm almost feeling like he he might be getting <clears throat> punished for something. The way I feel about it, right? Took an, he took an L to Theory. He's not in the triple threat match. Well, well shit, he and, took an L to Ricochet on Friday. And he took an L to Ricochet on Friday. And he gets beat up by Bobby again. <laughs> for, for no Well, not, not for no reason. He tried to jump. He uh he learned the correlation between um what's it what's that term now? They did the thing with the chart. Fucking around and finding out. <clears throat> there you go. You, you fucked around and found out with Bobby Lashley. Um it's not looking good for Ali, man. Them, take them cornrows out, brother. It's it's not repackage. It's not in, looking good. Repackage incoming. I think the same thing's happening with Candice LeRae too. Mm. She's a repackage. I, I don't think that what she her look and stuff was working. It I wasn't agree. working. I think she needs to. That's why I was like, you know, if she was going to be in War Games, she would have been on TV already. Yep. <clears throat> no, you're absolutely right. Um, one match that I did not want to tune into on Raw was Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. I say, yo, we, I say, yo, I mean, Baron has to eat shit here to make Drew look strong because he hasn't, you know, Drew hasn't been on on TV for a while or, or had a match like that in a while. But mm-hmm. like, y'all, y'all gave it two commercial breaks. I'm like, yo, we we I we was done with this, and they had their best match at WrestleMania, and that's where I'm that's where I'm choosing to, to leave that. That is where I ended that. I immediately picked up TikTok and I was just like, all right, let me start scrolling. Yeah. Um, and then the women's war games match. They're teasing the fourth member, fifth. or the fifth member rather. Sorry, on SmackDown this week. So we'll find out who it is on SmackDown this week. So I used that to segue to our Survivor Series predictions. Survivor Series 2022 war games emanating live from Boston. TD Garden. Sold out? Garden. It is sold out. We've got some matches lined up for this thing. It was sold out before people knew it was War Games, too, which is crazy. We got five matches set up for this show. Do you feel like we should add one more, or you you go with the five? Nah, both War Games matches are going to be 30-plus. So that's 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 solid. I think the the only other match that will get like that crazy amount of time is probably AJ and Finn. I think that will go 15. Let's start off with this first match that we got here. This triple threat match for the WWE United States Championship. It is Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. I ask you this question. Who's the face in this match? (laughs) Yo. Seth goes back to dissing Cody this week. So I'm like, okay, so he's not a face no more? I was so confused. I was like, wait, what is going on here? Why did you guys set, book this match? When he set it up, I was like, he's not going to say Cody, right? He sets it up. He's like, well, if you want to know who not to fuck with me, go ask Cody. I said, oh, no. What are y'all doing? It was so weird, right? Lashley starts being more babyface this week and less of an asshole. I mean, beating up Ali, that's... I guess cheers anywhere. But theory, clearly the heel. I, I think Lashley's the face here. I think, honestly, Lashley should get the title back. I mean, <laughs> at this point, yeah. Well, I think, you yeah. know what? I would, I, would, I would honestly, at this point, I would go with Austin Theory to save him the grand embarrassment. I, I, don't, think was, Seth, I don't think Seth needs to get pinned, but as we go into Royal Rumble, 
are you are you have who who has been looking particularly strong? Right, Seth is definitely one of them. Yes. That's been looking really strong going into the Royal Rumble, on the men's side at least. <clears throat> um, I think all three of these guys. I mean, minus Austin Theory, the briefcase, Hello Blue, but I don't think he's outside of that match. I don't think he's lost anything in the last month. Yeah. Um. So he's been looking very very strong. Uh, but I think all three of these guys look strong, to be honest with you. But I would give it to Theory because I feel like you got a direction with Seth, with Cody coming up in a number of months. You got a direction with Bobby, likely with Le- with Brock coming up at some point during in a couple of months. Theory kind of needs something. And yeah. I think he's been working at a very high level for quite a bit of time. The briefcase situation, while stupid, necessary. Um, but I think just to get his heat back in this moment and kind of like have people, you know, forget that moment, he needs to win the United States Championship. Okay. I'll go Lashley, but I, I agree with, with Theory. I, I, why does Seth have this title? <laughs> why does he have it? I, I don't, don't, don't pin him to, 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 don't pin him to make him lose it, but... Cody is imminent, right? And yes. Seth needs to needs to look strong. So get the title off of him and let's let's go forward. I would love <clears throat> for Seth to face Roman again at Royal Rumble, and for Seth to say, "If I lost this title, fuck it." But I want a title, and I don't want to go to SmackDown. SmackDown's a shitty show. Mm-hmm. I want one of your titles, Roman. I want the WWE title. I feel like. Well, I don't know. They got to do something with the Royal Rumble this year. Because he's going to be in it. Roman facing off twice against two people. It gets Seth out of the Royal Rumble and firmly into where he gets to have like the blow off with um with Cody. The thing about the Cody shit is that like he's got to get revenge, but I also feel like Seth has to win that match. <laughs> Which is the, the crazy part. Like you can't four and zero is crazy. <laughs> like, if you're you asking me if for Booking Roman Reigns for the Royal Rumble, I think it's going to be Kevin Owens again, or Sheamus. Ooh, or Sheamus. They've been giving big. Uh, Sheamus is in like the middle of all the pictures and all the other shit. I was like, damn, this Sheamus this match. I thought it was Drew. But I yeah. guess yeah. he had his turn. So yeah. Um, next matchup: AJ Styles with the OC and Mia Yim. I'm calling her Mia Yim. I don't know what Mia is. Chin. It sounds like you know what that sounds like. It sounds like um, she wanted that to be her name. <clears throat> I mean, it, it could very well be Meechin um, versus Finn Balor and Judgment Day. It is not a war games match, but it's certainly a war. It's gonna be. Good, I mean, it's, <clears throat> I think it's gonna be good, but it's hard for me at this point with how they're booking Finn to believe that he's gonna lose this match. <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, you! Oh, I was, I was, I was so confused. I, I thought you were gonna say when I was like, I was like ready to defend it, and I was like, wait, he hasn't really lost anything. In months. Yeah, he hasn't lost anything. So I'm like, why the fuck would he lose this match? Um, um, I feel like the OC needs some heat. Uh, he, if you remember their last singles match, he did win that one. I think that's that's credence to AJ winning. AJ hasn't won a pay per view match in a while, but the Judgment Day are booked really strong, and <laughs> on pay per views at least. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we all win here. <laughs> I think this match is good. Um, I, I would like Finn to win, 
but I think AJ would would definitely be a, a good a good way to go to continue the storyline. I, I just don't know what the blow off will be, and there's no pay per view next month. I, I was gonna say TLC, but there isn't one. Could you see Edge returning? Would you care for an Edge and thing? Do you think like Edge and Judgment Day thing is over? He needs to get away from them. But again, they did beat up his wife. <laughs> exactly, you can't get away <laughs> from them. So maybe the blow off is that. We'll see. Um, next match up: Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi, SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, this is a big opportunity for Shotzi. Oh yeah. They've been- They've been making her look good for the the last number of weeks now. Ronda has been, you know, paired up with Shayna Baszler. Shotzi's with Raquel Gonzalez or Raquel Rodriguez. Sorry, um, I can't see Ronda losing this match, but I think this is more of a litmus test for Shotzi and kind of us in the process of making a new star, and it could. Similar be how like Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch last year, if they want to go that route. Yeah, new drop <clears throat> from last year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um what oh, are you looking wild. What are you what are you looking to see at least in this match? I'm looking to see how Rhonda can work with a talent that is a little a, a couple ladder rungs below her and how she can carry that. We saw how Becky handled it. <clears throat> and we saw, you know, it was great. I think Ronda was really into pushing um, the younger, less utilized people. And I, I feel like it should be uh, it should be really good. I, I think Ronda is good and she's going to she's going to prove that she is who she says she is. I, I think she wants to she wants Shotzi to look good. And I think Shotzi will look good. I feel like Shotzi should like hit Ronda with a kendo stick after the match or something. Like, maybe Ronda tries to take liberties or something all after the match. Take Liv's gimmick? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Liv. <laughs> um, what about... Liv's not on this card. Interesting. Should be it's, a little, it's a little Sunday, Saturday off. Um, Chucky killed her, bro. <laughs> of course she's not on this show. <laughs> um, all right, should we do men's War games match first or women's war games match first? Women's because I feel like that's gonna um that's gonna start the show. So women's war games match. Are we clear with the fifth woman? I've heard Willard. that it's okay. Becky. I've heard that it's Becky. <clears throat> okay. People are asking why you announced this on SmackDown. I mean Ronda's on SmackDown, Smackdown. baby. It was a SmackDown with Ronda's on SmackDown. You know, it could be during a segment with Ronda, maybe. Or if not, I mean, that's a good way to go home. It's a good way to take the show home, honestly. I, I agree. I agree. It's a big uh, SmackDown seems SmackDown. Well, I was about to say seems SmackDown is their biggest show currently. Um, I heard it's Becky. News broke on our Discord a couple hours before it broke on Fightful. So shout out to our. Our our guy in our Discord. If you have if you don't have the Discord, it's definitely worth it. But we're hearing it's Becky, and it's going to be on Friday. Actually, we even heard that it was going to be announced Friday, right? We did hear it was going to be announced on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Michin, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. 
I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's hard for me to see Bianca Belair losing this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, why would she? Who's going to... Um, unless they're trying to set up Rhea versus Bianca. If to me, there's... If she skunks damage control 4-0. <laughs> hey man. I think then, this is the match they should lose. If this is if there was any match that they should lose, it's probably this one. They can always put the blinders on and shit and just like swap out <laughs> Bianca for Becky. And it's Becky versus damage control. And then Bianca Belair just like soft softly moves on somewhere. Um it's hard for me to see a team with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch losing. <laughs> Unless you got a weak link, and I think that they are they out and out said it on Raw that Alexis didn't seem interested in the match. You know? I, I mean I look at her coming down and she didn't seem interested at all. She don't even seem like she won't be there. I mean I think it's, 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 it's being hey, done on purpose. Hey Fabe, yeah, on purpose. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey Fabe, yeah. But like it does seem like that could be the weak link, and that would be the person that would take the pin, and you could spin that off to Bianca versus Alexa. Bianca, Alexa, yep, Bianca Alexa for Royal Rumble, and Charlotte could come back in between that, or you know, there could be a lot of things happening. I, I at this point, Mills, I do not see Bianca losing that title until WrestleMania. Yeah, same, same, and I'm not even sure if she's going to lose at WrestleMania. She's <laughs> she's won at the other ones. To be honest with you, so I can't see it's a new damn streak. Um, but it's hard for me to think a team with Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch would lose. I, I'm Unless interested. Alexa Bliss, the, the double cross of the century. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in seeing me Chen kind of do her thing here. First big, ma- first big match back is this. So that's cool for her. Um, interested in seeing. I, I think all signs point to Becky, like you said, and, and Bailey kind of mixing it up. We've never really seen it. You know what I mean? And I I, I think that there, there's implications there of like if you continue to do that, then then you get Beck, uh, Bailey away from, from Bianca and also Becky away from Bianca, which was the in, intended plan also. Um, I, I just let me just <clears throat> salute the talent that's in this match. I mean, Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, Mia Yim, Becky. Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, Rhea, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Cross. That's a roster. That's a real roster. No bullshit. That's some talent in there. That's some talent in there. And I really want them to rip it up. I, it, I it's another match where we all win because I want these women to, to tear this shit up, man. They're, they're gonna they're gonna bring it, and and I can't wait to see it. The following War Games match. The Brawling Brutes with Seamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. Shout out to Rich Holland in this moment right now. Shout out to Butch. Holy shit. Shout out to him. (laughs) People said it was over with the name change. Yeah, they said he would never make it. Never would have made it. So Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens versus the Bloodline. What are we... What are we thinking? If there's any big thing to come out of this match, what are you thinking? The Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn connect, and I think if just like when the last match, if there's any match that the Bloodline could lose, it's this one, and to to tarnish their their kind of perfect streak. Sami takes the pin. 
Jay is vindicated. Kevin kicks Owens him. did look strong on SmackDown this week. Stunned the Tribal Chief. Mm-hmm. Kick, kick some, kick Sammy out the group. KO says, "What's happening? Let's get these belts. Let's take let <clears throat> WrestleMania should be in the bloodline. That should be the tagline in the not Hollywood. It should be Attack on the Bloodline." <laughs> I I see them losing this. I really do see them losing this match. I don't think Roman's going to get pinned. Of course not. I think it's either going to be Sami Zayn or Jey Uso. Yep. And I'm leaning towards Jey Uso right now. Because you got you got you you're thinking long game. Like they're not going to give the Sami thing up. That yeah. Way. Well, I I'm thinking because you want to. At the end of the day, they're going to choose. Thank you, cops. Um, at the end of the day, they're going to choose the bloodline over everything. So even if Sami Zayn isn't the one who takes the pinfall, they're like, listen, it's Jey Uso at the end of the day. And I think that's another heelish factor. And then I also think it gives Sami a little bit more momentum for his like face turn eventually, um, especially if he's not the one that takes the pin, but still is the one kicked out of the group anyway. Right. Um. So I can see Kevin Owens beating Jey Uso in this moment to win this match. I'm praying no one gets injured. This match looks like it's going to hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, do you see anybody coming out <clears throat> for this? Like, do you see the profits coming out or something like that? No. Nah. Okay. No, nah, I think they're going to keep it classic war games. Everyone, uh, everyone on the inside stays on the inside. This should also bang. I, I again, I, I. Five matches, I don't see a, I don't really see a weak match here. Honestly, I, I think I see some really strong candidates for for a match of the night too. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I think we've been looking forward to this for a couple of months. We were like, okay, let's get past Crown Jewel, <laughs> let's get to this show. I want to see how Triple H pulls this off. This is kind of like his kind of big opportunity at a big four. You know what I mean? And, and I want to see how he pulls this off. So Survivor Series should be definitely one to watch this weekend. Who? All right. So who are we choosing to win for sure? I'm going to choose the Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre and uh, Kevin Owens. If I'm a betting man, I'm just choosing the bloodline. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. They've never lost. They've never lost, and we do this all the time. I'm, I'm hoping I'm rolling the dice. If they win this time, I'm like, all right, like, <laughs> it's not even fun to watch no more. Yeah, nah, I feel you. Um, I'm gonna choose the bloodline just for the sake of the numbers, but yeah, I mean, this should be a very interesting pay per view. It's coming up this weekend, this Saturday. Um, we will not be having a spaces for it afterwards. Um, so. Feel free to join the Discord and talk about it there. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, I live on a busy street. There's all types of crime that takes place. They could live in Gotham City. It might be a little bit, a little bit. Um, so that is that. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can follow myself at Meals TV. You can follow J Five at OG Johnny Five, and you could potentially hear Justin this week. On the war report. Let me not say potentially. You will I guarantee. Will I will be there. <laughs> Aaron damn T, damn it. To hear him on the war report this week with Quan, talking about everything from full gear and possibly everything that happens on that show that he doesn't watch on Wednesdays because he has his own show. 
Um, sign up for the Patreon. You get entered in. Again, we're doing the Black Co- Black Pod Connect holiday holiday trivia giveaway. Boy, that's a mouthful. Next Thursday, December first, Black Wrestling's YouTube channel. Make sure you're there. Um, what else can I say? Listen to the Black Print every week. There's more some good stuff there. Listen to the lookout this week. We got King Vader on. It's a pretty big get. He's a pretty cool kid. It's a great um, interview. Listen to, of course, the Black Variant this week. Listen to what else is coming out this week. Listen to um, the BLT podcast this week. Just listen to everything RNT Radio. To be honest with you, like we we hear. Um, we're doing the damn thing, and we're continuing to bring you content. Stay subscribed. Um, and, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Take care, and happy Rusev Day. <laughs>